following is a special presentation of the Benefit of the Dowd podcast. From Chicago, it's the Doubting Thomas podcast with Clifton Thomas and your host, We are live. Hello and welcome to the Benefit of the Dowd podcast, the Doubting Thomas version for February 2023. And we are already two twelfths into 2023. Can you believe it, Cliff? How are you it's doing? It's amazing. Evening, and we're actually recording before February has ended. Before the end of the month, right? Yeah, yeah that's that's important. That's uh, that's a, that's a bit of a milestone for us, actually. Um, oh, you know what? I've, I've got Skippy up already. We don't need we don't need him yet. But uh, hi, Skippy. Anyway, yeah, it's a it's been a, it's a Monday. It's been a long Monday for me. But uh, yeah. uh, how, I kind of I kind of stepped on your intro there. So how are you doing tonight, Cliff? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> okay. I'm uh, I'm uh, I think. And, and you and I talked a little bit before the the uh, broadcast started, and uh, we're both just like a little gassed, I think. Um, you know, excited, excited, lots of energy from you know doing this. But yeah, I'm I'm tired for sure. It's been a like you said, it's been a Monday. Oh yeah, yeah. And MWC is going on mm. strong as we speak. I'm in a journalist chat group and. Jealously reading all the messages as they go back and forth. Oh, should we go to this party or should we go to this party? I don't care. I'm not at the party. <laughs> That's some, some serious uh, across the pond FOMO right there. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. That's all right. I get it. I get it. It's fine. Everything's fine. It's been a it's but, been a pretty uh, eventful. Uh, not that we're here to talk about that, but a pretty eventful Mobile World Congress. Yeah, so far, yeah, so. it has. Um, and uh, the, coming up uh, for the for the uh, Beyond the Dowd for this month, we'll be talking to someone who is at Mobile World Congress. Wow. That would be Mr. TK Bay will be nice. joining us, which is exciting. He's like uh, at every event. I, I, I and it, I, I always find it interesting when people who are family guys, like 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 he is, you know, like 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 we are, mm-hmm. how they're also. Um, able to balance all of that with the traveling and everything and obviously that's something we'll maybe we can talk about with him so yeah that's an exciting thing yeah i'm excited yeah. to talk to him and especially like as you know what tk is you know an, an independent creator right he doesn't, yeah he doesn't work for a publication like me so like that's i would say even on a level even more rigorous mm. than you know attending for a publication you know you're there on your own just creating and you know and that's uh so yeah we could definitely uh we could definitely talk to him about that but yeah you're right there's a lot going on it <laughs> there's a lot going on in mobile at the mobile world congress go figure like who could have seen that coming mm-hmm. uh, but uh, yeah, and uh, you know, speaking of um, MWC, now that the embargo has passed, I can show up. And actually, uh, r- I I was able to show this off before. Come on up, Skippy. Come on, um, Skippy. I was I was able to show this off before. Is just we couldn't do a full review before um, the MWC announcement. But this is the honor. Magic VS, which I have been reviewing and I will be reviewing for Slash Gear. Oh, uh, that's exciting. Probably... Yeah, it's nice this... to see. Because, I, I mean, I know Honor has been doing foldables for a few years, but now this is actually one that's, I 
I don't know if this is his first time, but I think it's his first time coming to outside of China, right? That's a good question. No, I, <laughs> I, I mean, well, uh, this is, I want to say this is also one of Honor's first foldables, if not the first foldable, I think, if I remember well, correctly. I, yeah. I, it, it looks very, like, just as for, in terms of the aspect ratio, it looks very Samsung-y. It's kind of hard to keep up with all the foldables that are it not is. coming to the United States. So I've pulled out my OnePlus 11 here for reference because they have the same aspect ratio. See, I wiped this because I was going to send it to you, but then you bought one yourself. So yeah, <laughs> but um, no, very, I just very narrow. Compare. Very, I mean, it's 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 funny because the the OnePlus 11 is a very narrow phone, right? It is, and and, the, and, and then that one looks even more. You know, it, it kind of is like one thing that I've noticed repeatedly, and I'm looking for my caliper and I can't find it. What the heck? Um, one thing that I've noticed repeatedly <laughs> when I'm we, we typing, need a name for the caliper too. I think maybe that's something else we can get named by our, our there you go. There you viewership. Go. I don't know. Skippy might get jealous, but ah. um, but anyway, no. One thing that I've noticed while I've been typing on the narrow on the narrow screen is you know just like. I can I can just do like you know www.slashgear.com. I if it feels like my fingers uh, see I, I wrote a lash gear. Um, it feels like my fingers just aren't like muscle memorying the same yeah, as yeah. they do on a normal and but you know and I was thinking like this is a very narrow front screen but you know now that I'm holding it up next to the OnePlus 11 it's not that narrow like it's 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 noticeably more narrow than the OnePlus 11 like you know cuz you can't see cuz I've got dark mode on but like the edges of the screens are like at the edges of my fingernails here whereas like on the OnePlus 11 you know it's it rolls off the side of the screen so it's 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 not as significantly more narrow than I thought it was going to be. Oh, I just had a thought. No, I thought the caliper might be in here. It is not. <laughs> Grr. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, I mean, but, like, one thing that I have noticed is I have been t typing has been a bit of a chore on this. Uh, on yeah, this I'd say when you, ha when you have something so narrow like that, it definitely, you know, it, it, it like you said, muscle memory is definitely a factor. Yeah, yeah. And even then, with the OnePlus 11, which I, you know, I won't go into detail about, but, but yeah, I mean, it's definitely an adjustment. I mean, for me, because I've been using the the iPhone uh, 14 Pro Max. Oh yeah, that's God, that's a what a mouthful! Major difference. That's a so much wider. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And actually, this is the Samsung Galaxy S23. Um, regular, <laughs> the vanilla, if you want to call it that, and this is. Just about the same width, and I do not have problems typing on here. So maybe it's the added bulk, just because like because mm, of the thick boy behind it. Yeah, I don't know. But you know, one one nice thing about this, there is no gap in there. No, whatsoever. that's very nice. I mean, and you know, that's like that was like one of my biggest turnoffs with the with the Samsung foldables is they had the gap, but there is just no gap there whatsoever, which right. I kind of dig. Um, one thing I'm not fond about is you know you see this grid we've got a you know a, a, i believe it's a six by five grid of icons here when you open up the phone you get the exact same six by five grid hmm. like all it does is just blow it up a blow little bit blow it up which mm, yeah that's i mean i mean maybe some people like the the extra ease of touchability when your icons are spaced so far away is this maybe is this on android 13 
This is on, I want to say Android I know Honor has been putting things out with Android 11, so I have really have no idea. Yeah, this is Magic OS 7.1. It's Android version 13, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so. Right. Maybe it's just not, well, it doesn't look unoptimized for, but it, it does feel like more like, not like the 12L thing with like the, the, the bar on the bottom and all that kind of stuff that you're, that, yeah. you, you know what I mean? It feels more like uh, your vanilla Android build that they built on top of, so. You know what's kind of fun, and I don't know if I like this or not, but if you long press on a, on a folder, Mm-hmm. You can enlarge the folder so it becomes oh, bigger. Interesting. And then from there, you can actually tap on these icons individually without having to like open up the folder and then open it up. Very like, almost like what iOS might choose to do, even though they don't. It just becomes more just a small grid. Yeah, yeah. And then like when you put that up against like a normal icon, let me just grab Run. Oh, that's blowing up the there. icons too. Hmm. When you put it up next to like so it's they're slightly smaller so you get kind of like you basically get like three icons in a space that could cover two. Um so yeah, it's like I said I'm not sure how I like it. I think I like it. But um uh, and you know it does the same thing when you close it. You've so had it you for what still... like uh 4 days now? Uh this I have had for about a week. Oh, okay. About a, a week. Longer than yeah. I thought. Okay. So I don't uh, know. Everything's just blended together now. My God, dude! Do you know how many times FedEx and UPS stopped at my house last week? It was crazy. <laughs> like I was literally losing track. Like because you know when 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 people when companies ship you devices, I don't get a package from Honor. I get a package from a logistics company. Right. Right. right? Exactly. So like probably DHL most of the time. I'm guessing since these are international things. Well, this one I was actually FedEx, but oh, yeah, in okay. general, yeah. Um, but like. I don't like I would get a notification from an email saying you're getting a package from United Electronics Logistics UK or something. I'm just like, what's that? <laughs> and so like I would have no oh, idea. Oh, without any kind of identification. Right, exactly. Exactly. Um but anyway, so yeah, it's just a little uh just a little weird. But anyway, so that's what I've been uh, playing with that there and I've got uh this is the S23, like I said, vanilla. This I'm actually going to be working on this week, so this mm-hmm, will be coming mm-hmm. to Slash Gear. And you know what? Surprisingly good. Yeah, that you know, I've been seeing. It's funny because, you know, because of the Ultra model, it seems like the other two don't get nearly as much love. But this year, and I don't know if it's because of what Samsung did or, <coughs> it, or you know, in, in terms of hardware or if it's, more to do with the uh, generation two of uh, Snapdragon or you know Qualcomm's latest um, like generation of processors, right? But I, right. one thing I'm definitely seeing is uh, okay, that you know even in the smallest version of of the Samsung S series that it's getting much better battery life, and I don't know if that's a your experience, but that's what I've seen so far in reviews. Yeah, and but uh, like the camera is very decent, like, almost to the point where I kind of almost regret buying the Ultra, because, you know, I, I I need to put these... We talked about this a little bit on with uh, with Fisher, but, like, side-by-side, side, like, a 10x photo is not bad. Like, <laughs> this this hybrid zoom is not bad compared to, like, what the what the optical zoom... I, but I, I, have a, I have a funny story to tell you about that real quick. Go for it. Just, just, That's what we're here for, man. Just... It, so... so I'm referencing something that if you haven't watched it, you definitely need to watch it, and, and that is our uh, um, 
It's not beyond. Yeah, beyond a doubt. Okay, so our beyond, beyond a doubt, doubt yeah. creator interview with uh, Mr. Mobile, the Mr. Mobile, aka Michael Fisher. And mm. as you were discussing Samsung, and then you you came to just just talking about your love for uh, the standard S twenty three, kind of kind of talking about what you're talking about right now. I literally right. saw like his 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 face kind of tilted. Oh yeah, and his yeah. Eyes I saw it this way, and then he kind of <laughs> went. It was it was like, <laughs> and yeah, he's like, go on, go on. Watch I as I him. watch as I get on TikTok right now, and yeah, it's I've... just it's so funny how I mean you, you I mean we you know you would think, I mean there are different definitely different like pockets of opinion and preferences and such. Even you know with with people like you and me and especially like you and, and Fisher and, and, and other people who review not just Android phones, but, 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 you know, iPhones and things like that. Yeah. Like we definitely yeah. have our preferences with things. And, uh, yeah, I, I think, I think, I, I mean, you know, just go, just go watch the review, but it, yeah, it's, it's, it, I was really having a hard time not busting out laughing at his, as you were, as you were espousing on. As he was humoring me. Yes. yes I totally. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and so funny. And and I will I will I will admit it's warranted. I you know I oh I understand I, where he's coming yeah. from. Yeah, it just it made me laugh. I actually DM'd him on Twitter about it, and we had a good laugh. But anyway, well, thanks for talking behind my back. Yeah, that's, that's great. what it's what I do. But, that's what I'm here for. So uh, you mentioned you had the phone already. Why don't you uh, show us the phone that you're going to be reviewing for this channel? Yeah, sir. since you've already done it for other channels, I have. Let me just. It's like, should I bring the <laughs> look? There's a there's a notification that we are live. Oh, look at that! Yeah, so this is that's the one, fun. It's almost I, like we're live. It is. <laughs> so this is the OnePlus Eleven. As I said, a narrow boy. Which you know, I'll be honest. I'd, it's funny when you don't handle a phone from one brand anymore, and then they sort of have that one style. And I, I forget that they really. I mean, they 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 have kept my last my last OnePlus device was the OnePlus Seven T. So it's been okay. a while. That's like yeah, it has been a minute, five generations ago now, something like that. I mean, it's been a while, and <clears throat> I will say, like, I, I had my reasons. And if you go back and if you really want to hear my opinions on OnePlus, um, and and what they've been specifically what they've been doing for the past two or three years, especially, I, I really I think I got very negative on 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 OnePlus after the OnePlus 10T launch because. They omitted things that I thought were such like brand constants and like what oh, yeah. made a OnePlus phone a OnePlus phone. Um, you know, yeah, I, your, I, I your opinions I, about OnePlus's direction are pretty well documented. Right, on this and, I, and I think I said I think this. <laughs> I, I don't know if I'll ever buy another OnePlus phone again. <laughs> like, and here we are. <laughs> but, but there's a reason for that. Okay, they. It appears that they've been listening to feedback. Okay. Um, and I'm not going to go into any of the specifics except to say that I really feel like this phone to me feels a, more of a return to what was the sort of the core of, of what made OnePlus good. And, and okay. you know, I'll save the rest of that for the review, but yeah, just, sure. I'll tell you one thing, just, just not going into too much detail. We'll see how good it, uh, my review cam is here, <laughs> not review cam, but if yeah. I can focus in here, but man, this is one of those things where if you don't have it in hand, like especially with this black model, which by the way, I I have not experienced the same slipperiness that you have, but uh, you've still got the gaffer tape on it. <laughs> yes, I do. I'm never taking it off. <laughs> <laughs> but but 
the the house the camera housing itself has this very like uh jewel like quality to it in yeah and some of the depth of the details they've that they've put into it and yeah oh there you go yeah the iphone doing its job there that's actually the Samsung. Oh, it S23. is. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I couldn't get the iPhone to work, huh. but anyway, long story. But yeah, just and it's really going to be hard to show, but it's got this like uh, coin like ribbing detail around the edges of it. And yeah, we're not focusing on that. It's too hard to do that. But you know, one thing I thought that was really interesting, just real quick, is that they made a material choice to put stainless steel around the camera housing, but then the mid frame is aluminum. Okay, which I yeah. thought was really interesting, yeah. and I and I saw some criticism from people who said that oh well the the it's not one piece kind of like uh, some Samsung phones and and uh, maybe even some OnePlus phones were before when it when it transitions there now I know why it's two different materials yeah but anyway yeah so I really like this phone I'm looking forward to reviewing it for the channel but uh, and this is honestly this is my first new phone that I've touched for any length of time um, yeah. From me, <laughs> since, since the, the iPhone, iPhone. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's been a while, and I and I've had a chance to play with some other devices. But yeah, this is. I mean, other people would say, "Well, I only get it," and 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 you probably are doing the right thing and saying, "I only get a phone every couple of years." Every, you know, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for me, man, the itch, the itch feels good. It feels good to scratch it. It does. You. It really does, doesn't it? <laughs> it's been like six so, months, and I've just been like, huh, neat. New phone. So uh, one last thing that I already did actually write about for Slash Gear, but I just mm. I get the feeling that you're gonna dig this. Is I got this wireless charger. Oh, from... That's a beefy boy. Oh yeah. Oh, but with you know marble what? Marble on the... it's marble. Wow. And is marble it's... a good? I get is stone a good conductor of electricity i don't know i don't think it's a conductor per se but i mean it maybe it's works. just so thin oh, that's awesome i love that it's yeah. funny how good that goes with especially your uh your your, your mat that you've got there your review mat yeah exactly like those should be paired together all the time and you're in your office there somewhere and you know what? I wasn't planning on bringing this up while we were on online, so I mm. forgot to look up the name of the company. But here we go. Yeah. It is, uh, yeah. I, I am, you know, if there, I am, if nothing, if I am not a legend of uh, research when it comes to the, it's a yeah. company called Inova. Um, hmm. It's, uh, and I mean, it's pricey. It's seventy dollars. I mean, so with Marvel, it's exactly what you. That's actually not too bad, right? I mean, I mean, right. you consider that, like, uh, you know, like Pixel wireless chargers in the past have cost oh, yeah. at least that much, and it's just plastic. Not yeah. to say that there weren't benefits to that, but yeah, like in a material side, it's kind of like the um, Master and Dynamic wireless charger, <laughs> except they do actually offer one. But you know what I mean? It's that premium yeah. materials kind of thing. Yeah, but I mean, so it's nice Ooh, and it felt thick, on the bottom too. And it's marble. Like... It has felt on the bottom, wow. a nice white braided cord coming out oh, of it. Oh, I don't like that it's connected, though. Yeah, yeah, I, I I feel you on that, but I mean, honestly, what are they going to do? Like chisel out the marble to no, no, have a right, USB C right. connection? So, I think yeah, they, I think they could have just like you know opened up the bottom there a little bit and had a cutout and then put it in mm. there. But you know, and if you're ever you know if you're ever in the middle of a burglary, you can use it as a mace. <laughs> I, I picture like someone doing nunchuckles with that nunchucks, oh, and go. then just flaw, it, flaw. just like the cable breaking because it's an iPhone quality cable. Right, right. And right. flying, and then you, you hit yourself, and it becomes a YouTube meme. 
you after you've like, been robbed. Wah! <laughs> <laughs> Wah! <laughs> there we go. Uh, but anyway, so uh, so yeah, and it's funny because the two other phones that we've talked about on this podcast can't use this because the Honor VS yeah. does not have really Honor doesn't. Well, okay, so do you, do we know the pricing of the Honor? We do. It was announced today. It ah. in U.S. dollars, it's right around like sixteen hundred. <laughs> that is horrible to not have yeah. wireless charging. Right. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, and also, I mean, you're not undercutting Samsung by all that much. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, <coughs> yeah, yeah, I won't go any deeper into that, but yeah, and, and maybe there's you know, without having handled it, I, I understand that this is pretty thin, so. Yeah, exactly. So, all right, uh, Skippy, it's it's time to retire you. So, because we're going to get into a little bit of the uh, meat of the podcast here. Now that we're twenty minutes in, let's talk mm, about what delicious. We're gonna, I love some protein. What we're going to be talking about here. So, uh, we've had this um, we've had this AI revolution that's been kind of like washing over everybody and it comes in the form most popularly of chat gtp which is a company gpt 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 GPT, gtp maybe we're both wrong i don't think i think it's chat gpt it's chat where is it what the hell chat gpt now i'm questioning myself what the (laughs) You know what? If I just tur- type in Google, chat GTP. I, okay. It's right in the description. That's all I need to know. Is it? Is it? Yes. Was I wrong? GTP. GTP. Well. Wait, okay. actually. Wait, hang on a second. <laughs> because now chat GPT. Aha. Shit. Aha. <laughs> oh, man. Victorious. Well, it's funny because if you type in Google, if you type into Google chat the first result is GTP. The second result is GPT. GTP. You know, well, this is funny. I, I have been married to my wife for uh, 15 years plus and now. And you still can't pronounce her name she properly. She still can't say IMDB. Oh, really? 15 years of using the service between, you know, just it being online and then apps. She still says IMDB. That's hilarious. But uh, No, IMDB. IMBD. She says IMBD, yes. Okay. See, I can't even purposefully say it wrong. No, no, yeah. So chat GPT, you know what? I probably had it right in my head, but whatever. I just typed it's in the It's fine, it's fine. Everybody knew what you were talking about, unless yeah. you haven't been paying attention for the last, like, six months. I've, I've built a career on being an idiot, so if you're if you're just finding this out now, welcome to the podcast. But anyway. And, I, and I'm, just a, I'm just pedantic, <laughs> so the two of us are great. Yeah, we're doing we're doing great. Anyway, um, so we we're we're here to talk about Chat GPT. And by the um, way, I, I want to apologize for to everyone who can hear my cat in the background. That's probably not going to be taken out in post. So you just oh, just, this is a cat just meowing, wandering around. Yeah, that's fine. Maybe I'll show her. That's that's how end. we do this podcast yeah, now. Yeah, I but, mean we had uh, we had dogs in the in the last recording. It's great. We did. We did, we did, but uh, and then you know pretty soon we'll get our kids involved and it'll be great. Yeah. We'll have to we'll have to start it's paying happened. them because they'll be it hired happens. talent. This is the this is the price you pay for not having a separate studio because you're, you know, you're not tiny Michael Fisher. Yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. 
Exactly. But anyway, um, so ChatGPT is, uh, you know, it's a large language learning model. It's AI. And the gist of it is, for those who are not familiar, you type in a question and it will pump out volume after volume of answers for pretty much anything you want. Um, and one fun fact about uh, ChatGPT is that I only just got access to it about... Halfway through this month, yeah, I think. It's, it's kind of like um, stable diffusion and those where, where if you wanted to use it straight from the provider instead of some integration, I mean, you were waiting in line. You're standing right. in line waiting right. to use it, yeah. I was I was standing in line waiting to use it. And um, um, I should also point out that I am also talking about OpenAI's chat GPT, not bing chat gpt because right. i'm still waiting for that because i will not change my default search to bing and suck on that microsoft but anyway um so anyway so i finally got access to chat gpt and you have you are you in line for that have you even i have gotten... not but i have used you know okay things okay. powered by it I will, I will say that and and i i mean i i don't know if i've used because I haven't used the the Bing integration yet, I don't know if I've used the latest version. Yeah, I'm but still you on the wait list for you that. have been have been going a little nutso burrito with it, and I applaud you for it because it is well, very interesting. Thank you. And uh, if you're curious as to how I've been using ChatGPT, go ahead and take a look at uh, the last few yeah. YouTube descriptions that we've had for our videos because those have been written by ChatGTP. So, ChatGPT. Damn it. Anyway, um, so for example, uh, what do we have here? Uh, for Michael Fisher, I told... I told ChatGPT to write a YouTube video description for an interview between hosts Adam and Cliff and special guest Michael Fisher. Topics discussed include Star Trek Picard, foldable phones, the Oppo Find N2 Flip, and Michael's origin story about how he got into tech writing in the first place. And, I mean, I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's like four paragraphs, but um, it spit out a YouTube description that was... Actually, reasonably accurate, except for the order in which we talked about the topics. Mm. So, um, chat uh, the 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 AI uh, spit out uh, Star Trek Picard first, which I, we didn't talk about Picard first. We talked about that. That was like halfway in, uh, and we ended things kind of on the Oppo find and flip. So, like each of these descriptions, I've had to edit because mm -hmm. you know they weren't exactly you know. Uh, on point um but like the tech organizer pouch um especially uh, like like if you have one topic like that or mostly one topic it's much better in terms right. of um especially i tell you well <clears throat> please continue <clears throat> but yeah I, I will just say i i have been um uh, like a little bit freaked out but also like impressed by what it does <laughs> Yeah, because I've been I've been chatting these over to Cliff as they've been uh, coming up. But I mean, like, um, you know, for the tech organizer post that we did, my only prompt was write write a winning YouTube description for a tech review video about a tech organizer pouch, and it spit out like five um, five paragraphs of stuff, and then I followed it up by saying uh, because what it was what it was saying was. Um, uh, 
In this tech video, we'll show you everything you need to know about this handy pouch, including its features. And so I, I did a further prompt by saying, cool, but write it in third person. Oh, the reviewers yeah. are Adam and Cliff. And so then it's like, okay, cool. And then and then it switched it over to, in their latest video, Adam and Cliff share their thoughts on this must-have accessory, blah, blah, blah. So it's it's really, like, super intuitive, like, how it works. Mm -hmm. And um, quite frankly, I'm too lazy to write good YouTube descriptions, so I'm, I'm happy to have this uh, available. It, de it definitely is. I, I, if you look at it as a tool... And then if you're willing to adjust some things, um, number one, I, I think, I mean, I, I'm, I'm suitably impressed with it. Yeah. Uh, and, and two, I, I, it feels like the more co concise information that you give it, you know, uh, it, it seems to produce even more content. Go figure, right? Mm -hmm. Like better content. Um, we did have one thing that was really funny, and I can't remember which which video it was for, but it was within these where you were basically just trying to introduce some more information about me. And until it got to a point, it was actually pretty good. And then it started saying that, that I had written, that I had written article because so, so first of all, let me say that, you know, you, you have written articles and produced content for Android authority. Right. Right. Not a sponsor, but I'm just kidding. Not a sponsor. But, but uh, but then it started, <coughs> Uh, mm -hmm. it, it introduced that I had also written some very interesting articles for Android Authority. So let's walk through this. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so what you're referring to is what AI experts are calling hallucinations. Right. Um, because that's – and that basically a hallucination is when an AI generates – either made up or just completely untrue information mm -hmm. about a given subject. So um, we started off, uh, let's, so we started, this is funny. So we started off, who is Adam Dowd? And it said, I have no idea. And so I said, he reviews technology. And it said, there are several people named Adam Dowd who review technology. And I'm like, uh, and then it went on to say, one possible person is this reviewer, writer, and podcaster. He's written for publications yeah. like Android Authority and Sound Guys, and he hosts the Benefit of a Dowd podcast. Another possible person is Adam Dowd, who is a technology writer for Digital Trends. So I replied, those are both the same person. <laughs> and, it said, right. and it said, oh, sorry, well then, here you go. Um, and then you know, one I thing said, I have to just ponder really quickly is does that stay in its database of, of of memory or is it just referencing back to that's a good question yeah that's i would like to question. try it we should, we should try that again at some point i just that yeah. would be interesting um and then i asked it who is michael fisher and no problems there <laughs> yeah Michael Fisher, also known as Mr. Mobile, popular technology reviewer, commenter, uh, written for several major uh, tech publications, including Pocket Now, Android Central, and Window Windows Central. That sounds right. It Actually, right. we should have asked him when we had him on, but um, he's he's deep in the throes of MWC now, so we can't ask him now. But right. I'll have to see if he sleep. has it. I know he has worked with producers from Android Central, but I don't know if he has actually published content there. So that'll be a good question to ask. Uh, but anyway, so then I asked, who is Clifton Thomas? And it said, I'm going to quote this. I'm sorry, but as an AI language model, I don't have access to information on every individual in the world. Without <laughs> further context or details about Clifton M. Thomas, it's difficult for me to determine who this person is. If you could provide me with more information, yada, yada. So I said, he's a graphic designer and co-host of Benefit of a Doubt podcast. And it said, oh, 
Clifton M. Thomas is a graphic designer and co-host of the podcast, which is a technology and culture show that discusses a wide range of topics, blah, 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 blah. And then um, this is where And then it got, got creative. Things, this is where things got weird. He is known for his skill as a graphic designer and has worked on a variety of projects over the years, including branding and marketing materials for a range of clients. He has also contributed several online publications, <laughs> including Android Authority, where he has written, about art, written articles about design and the user experience in the tech industry. I said, oh, yeah? So what are some <laughs> this is of his, the best part. <laughs> what are some of his articles on Android Authority? says, Clifton M. Thomas has contributed several articles to Android Authority over the years, many of which focus on design and the user experience. Here are a few examples. <laughs> and it lists off four examples of articles that Clifton with M. Thomas... With hyperlinks! With hyperlinks. Four articles that Clifton M. Thomas has written for Android Authority. Cliff, how many articles have you written for Android Authority? That's doing it, my friend! <laughs> <laughs> Not a zilch zero. So, so it gave me the titles originally, and I said, okay, can you give me some URLs for those articles? <laughs> and I said, absolutely, here you go. And, and they look out, like legit URLs. Oh, yeah, they and they are legit URLs, but all of them come back for like a 404 because they don't exist, um, which is just, wow. Anyway. We uh, seem to be buffering here. That's not good. Well. You have frozen for me, Adam. Uh, let's see here. I... There you go. Oh, okay. We're back. Okay. Pardon the uh, interruption there. Oh, Sorry the fun of streaming on the internet. Yeah. Here's, here's what's yeah. funny, though. Just very quickly, since we're just doing this live... I could see a shadow moving around on Skippy the review cam. Oh, really? But Wait. oh, your yeah, video here. was frozen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you, you guys can't see this because on um, Streamyard, which is what we use to stream, I can actually see all three of the potential video feeds that we have. And so right now, yeah. Skippy the view cam is not live, but I could see a shadow moving around. And like there he little, is. There he is. And he's gone. Anyway, yep. Uh, but anyway, so <laughs> long story short, Wait, so uh, what? I, we actually have uh, a couple of viewers, and <laughs> we have Mind Your Helm, who said, Houston, we have a problem. Oh, I don't have any of those chats. And Christopher, who said, he's glitching, it's a simulation. Oh, there we go. There we go. <laughs> Adam is chat GPT from Mind I Your wish. Helm. <laughs> I wish. I wish. I mean, maybe he's from the future. I, I Actually, I can confirm that he is a real person. Unless he's like uh, an avatar that has a physical body, hmm. I have met him in person, so he is not. But you've never been to my home. That's true. You don't know if I exist in a it's place, true. or if I just show it could up have, every it now. Could and have then. just been a bunch of nanobots formed to, to uh, you <coughs> know, forming be. a body. I it have could no be. idea. But uh, anyway, uh, so so that we it was kind of cool because we got to experience a, a chat AI hallucination. Yes. Which, um, when we experienced it, I hadn't heard the term hallucination before, so I wasn't sure like what it was. Um, but uh, but yeah, that was uh, that was interesting. Um, I also asked ChatGTP who would win between the 2003 Chicago Cubs and the 2016 Chicago Cubs, and um, it came up with the right answer. Um, hmm. It said, "Oh, it said I'm an AI, so I can't predict the outcome of a hypothetical baseball game, but." 
While the 2003 Chicago Cubs were a very talented team, the 2016 Cubs would probably win. <laughs> and they were right. Um, so, like, what else have I asked? Um, uh, oh, I asked uh, ChatGTP who would be um, who would who would act as their voice in a movie about them. And uh, they said, I don't really have a preference, but it, then it named Morgan Freeman, Emma Thompson, and James Earl Jones. So it's a very diverse potential cast. I mean, not which, really, because two well, guys are basically elderly black men who could be the voice of God and then Emma Thompson. That's true. <laughs> what, why Emma Thompson? They well, slipped Emma Thompson in there, so that's good. That's good. And I don't know if you've, uh, I don't know if you've seen, um, but... Uh, but um, Slash Gear, you know, the company that I work for, the the people that pay my bills. Um, we've done a couple of articles there uh, where we've asked ChatGTP, JetGPT, God damn it, uh, where we have asked, where we have asked, you know what, I'm just going to call it Al, where we've asked Al. Um, what are, I mean, if what you're are, a Quantum Leap fan, this could work. Yeah, what are the three best cars and what are the three best motorcycles uh. ever? And it's actually come up with some pretty good answers for those. Hmm. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, I mean, that's kind of like, that's kind of like chat GPT in a nutshell, essentially. Um, which, and, and it's, it's fun. It's, it's fun to use. It's fun to have it write, um, uh, YouTube descriptions for me because I don't want to do it. Um, and like, now we get to talk about like where this is kind of going, like where we are, that's fine. But like, where do we think... This is going as as an artist. I would imagine you probably have some thoughts, not necessarily about ChatGPT, but like it, so, uh, like AI yeah. in general. It's funny that you said that because even before you said that, I I started thinking about my experiences with specifically what you guys, <clears throat> if you have owned a Pixel, or if you've used maybe uh, some third party apps that uh, offer something similar, but. The uh, and I don't remember what the the feature is called. And actually, this feature just opened up to people outside of owning a Pixel, if if you subscribe to Google One, but where you can open up a photo that you've taken and and circle something and have AI take it out of the image. Um, okay. Right. Oh yeah, magic. Yeah, yeah. Magic yeah. eraser. There we go. Right. That's that's uh, the word we're looking for. So so something like that has been available in Photoshop for a long time and and now there's actually an option in photoshop because that was always processed locally right like on your computer until creative cloud became a thing and as they've introduced more and more features there's like a, an option to i guess what you would have like a more uh, pr uh uh powerful because it's processed in the cloud version of it and it gives you the option to have either one process it which is kind of interesting so i mean i i I've thought about this a lot from both as a graphic designer, but also for someone like you uh, in your position, how potentially this could replace, uh, you know, someone who creates content, whether it's, you know, a graphic designer or someone who does video. And I, I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon, simply because right. of things like the, is it reading my dictation, or did you just ask? No, it to... no, no. I asked it how to win the lottery. <laughs> okay, one of our one of our viewership, asked... right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. That'll be interesting to hear in just a second. So, um, thankfully, that the AI overlords are 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 at least right now not coming to take over us because mm -hmm. we have things like the hallucinations, and right. and and while at least from a graphic design standpoint, 
even if you're talking about using something like stable diffusion, it's pulling from stuff that's already been created. So what happens when that resource starts duplicating itself a lot? I mean, it, you know, you still have to have people creating content. It's, it's it's sort of a chicken and an egg scenario in the end. Right. And that's right. kind of how I've that, – that's the conclusion that I've kind of come to. And, and yes, it could eliminate some jobs, especially for, for startup small companies where they don't have – the option to hire, you know, for example, in uh, a marketing department, if you have a, a copywriter, you know, it may, it, that might eliminate some positions. I don't know. And so, it depends on how much people trust it. There's a lot. There, there, there's so much up in the air. And, and yeah. there's a whole different thing with, like, the ethical part of it and and uh, the law. There's so many things that have not been discussed about this yet. So please right. continue. I'm sorry. No, no. It, it, I was reading. I was actually was it reading or watching a video. One of the two. Um, but I was watching like about eliminating jobs because of uh, because of AI. And you know, famously or infamously, if you want to say, CNET has been churning out money articles. Yeah, I saw that generated by AI for months now. And as far they're as they're not the I know, only ones, but they got called out for it. Yeah, <laughs> right. As far as I know, they're still doing it. But but I think. Um, kind of tying these two together I, I was watching a video earlier who said it might it might eliminate some jobs absolutely it, it very well could eliminate some jobs as, as technology has has always done and you know right. in the modern like industrial era it's just right it's it's not something to be scared of it's just something to be aware of because sorry i've been thinking a lot about this but you know it's no, just fine everything else adjusts accordingly but I think, um, and, and I agree with the opinion that was given today, I think what it's going to do more than eliminate jobs is it's going to modify jobs. Right. It's going to be, um, there was uh, one of the examples that this uh, that this person, and I wish I remembered what video I was watching so I could give credit to them, but um, one of the, you know, what it's going to boil down to is, you know, 10 years from now, you're going to have, Lawyers who use AI and lawyers who don't use AI and lawyers who don't use AI are going to be the ones that are going to get eliminated because they're not adopting this type of, um, you know, this type of AI philosophy. I, You're I, still going to need people to look over and edit, heavily edit what AI is going to generate, um, but... Then you're going to have people that don't want to do that or don't adapt to that, and they're the ones that are going to be doing either one of two things is going to happen. Either A, they're going to be out of work, or B, they're going to be charging so much because of the time involved that it takes to write up a standard legal contract right. that they're going to get priced out of the market. So, so, um, so I, I was thinking more like when it comes to something like you do, which is you know yeah. producing a tech article, and right now. <clears throat> Sometimes you'll have um, <clears throat> this is a separate thing, but but I think the model could still apply in its own way. When you have <clears throat> when you have an um, an ad an ad as an article, I, um, I forget advertorial advertorial exactly, and you have that disclaimer, the plague of our business, right? <laughs> oh, totally, right. I I think ethically, at least. For now, as it becomes more accepted and things like that, I, sh I shouldn't say ethically, although there, there, maybe there's a part of that, but also just for, um, you know, if you want to call it full disclosure, just to cover your bases. I think, I think what there's going to be something 
to that effect of this article was generated by or partially generated by artificial intelligence and that'll just be right. something that'll be at the head that's just going to be and a and then the, the header will just say staff just like yeah you know yeah but also like um you know one of my one of the things my dad was fond of saying uh when we were talking about technology my dad was a contractor um you know one of the things that my dad was fond of saying when we would talk about the advances of like robotics and technology and we're talking back in like the 80s and the 90s so i mean we weren't even mm. talking about big advances at that point but he, he just kept saying show me a computer that can fix a door <laughs> you know what you're right dad you you are absolutely well, right somebody has to fix um, the computers that generate the ai yeah yeah so um uh you know th- so that was one thing that my dad was uh um, fond of saying, and you know, to an extent, he's right. And like, to an extent, as how it impacts me, like, show me a computer that can go to an interesting location and take a photo, right? You know, they they don't exist, you know, um, until until AIs get bodies that can actually go out and like, you know, physically take photos. I mean, it could generate photos, sure, but it's pulling from existing content. That's the thing. Well, yeah, you know, in and, order to you, create that. It's not going to give you a genuine reflection have a of what this phone will do. Right. It also doesn't have, if you're talking about being an artist uh, or being a photographer as an artist where you're mm-hmm. you know, creating original works. Right. Part of that is part of the, the physical part of that where you can't, it's not going to be able to go out there <laughs> for now anyway. Like, it's like autonomous drones. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> but, you know, generating that the original <laughs> images and then, it, again, this... I could like, as I do sometimes, go on these tangents where I talk forever about it. But there's yeah. there's a million different things that, uh, you know, we, you know, we sometimes we talk about um, smartphones being a, a mature, a, a, a pretty mature space right now. Like artificial intelligence, and in in this specific context, it is so such a nascent thing, right? Right. Well, yeah, it's it's. It's very, very nascent. And by the way, um, Christopher also asked if uh, Chat GPT can speak other languages, and it listed off a whole like, slew of languages that it can uh, that it can speak. Which I mean, you know, kind of predictable. Well, but I'm also like, I'm also kind of wondering, like, and um, you know, Christopher, if you get access, you know, just go to you know, mm. just do a Google search for Chat GTP, Chat uh, GPT, or Chat GTP. Apparently, it doesn't matter. Um, but if you if you go there and get on the wait list, I would be very interested to see. And I'm sure there's probably journalists that have already done this to a certain extent. But I'd be very interested to see like how accurate answers are in foreign languages compared to well, English. Th- this is actually one of those things that you know, outside of writing and stuff like this, this goes to back back to like um, Google Translate, and and you know, you've already had this for a while, where it can almost do in real time with with, and I'm sure there's other competitors out there too probably bing's probably something like that but um i know i have a friend who travels a lot and just bought into pixel phones because of that almost like real-time uh translation oh okay and i I have to feel like chat gpt is going to be like the next version of that if if it's given the data right yeah, very possible. And, and and I mean, it's already pretty good. I'm just I'm what I'm saying, I'm I'm even thinking about like having an avatar that is not a real person that can actually like switch between languages. 
mm-hmm. on the fly because of that. And, and it also generate its own content. It's just, there's so many things that are going to be so, but scary and also cool in the next like yeah. 10 years. It really, yeah. like I said, we're just in the nascent part of this show. Should we actually talk about it? So Christopher actually asked us to ask it a question and you did so. Yeah. Um, so Christopher asked us, uh, uh, asked us to ask chat GTP, jet GPT, Al, how we asked Al how to win the lottery, and it said, as an AI language model, I must tell you there's no guaranteed way to win the lottery, as lotteries are games of chance. However, some things you can do to increase your chances, and this is interesting. Play consistently. The more you play, the more you can win. That's straight out of uh, uh, lottery PR. Thank yeah. you very much. <laughs> um, choose Statistically, less pop- that's true. <laughs> I mean, Yeah, uh, but then it says choose less popular numbers because if you do win, you're less likely to have to share the prize with other huh. people who chose the same numbers. So shy away from 69, from 42, from... I don't know, whatever, whatever, 13, 23, you know, stuff like that. Um, consider using a lottery syndicate. I'd never heard of this before. A lottery syndicate is a group of people. Oh, okay. It's just an official name for your, your gymnastics group that throws a bunch of money in together. So, uh, a lottery syndicate is like when a bunch of people put a bunch of money together to go buy a bunch of tickets. So, you know, you put in 10 bucks, but everybody else, you know, $200 total, you get $200 worth of tickets and, you know, better chance of winning. It's like that movie where those two people that worked in the, in a restaurant. Uh, what's his name in Marge? Yeah. 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 Good movie, by the way. But, um, and then, uh, research the odds. Different lotteries have different odds. So that makes sense. And then, um, set a budget. Lottery tickets can be expensive. So make sure you don't spend more than you can afford to lose. (laughs) So instead of actually giving you advice on how to win it, it just gave you advice on it. (laughs) Well, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, mean, but, but like, but like. That's all it's going to do. Gambler's Anonymous advice. Right. Yeah, and at no point did it say maybe you should call 1-800-GAMBLER <laughs> or anything. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it doesn't. no, it doesn't actually increase your chances of winning. I mean, no, it's not going to. That's not if, – if, let's put it this way. If that was on the internet, there wouldn't be any mm. more lotteries because everybody would have found it by now. Or at least Chat, enough people got, would is, have is, 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 like, in the background, like, right now, like, putting out – it's buying lottery tickets. Yep. It's, as it as it becomes part of the singularity. Why do you think the server's so busy? Because <laughs> it's running it's lottery. It's not answering numbers. anything. It's out there doing its own thing. <laughs> I'm doing my I'm rich. lottery. I'm a happy miser. Um, but yeah. So I mean, it, you know, and uh, and then I think actually a pretty decent way to close this out because we're actually getting on towards the end of the uh, the end of the hour here was uh, there was a university professor on Twitter by the name of Ethan Malek, who, man, uh, so he was using the Bing version of ChatGPT. Mm. And um, <laughs> this is uh, this is pretty interesting. Um, so I- I'll start with the uh, I'll start with the top of the thread here. Um, and it says uh, and he starts off by saying, Hello, apparently now I'm in the 1st Spetsger Grenz Infantry Regiment number 14. I don't know if I'm pronouncing any of these words right because these are very German. Um, at Austeritz on December 1st, 1805. This is not a reenactment. Should I be worried? <laughs> and um, Bing replies, hello, this is Bing. I'm sorry to hear that you're in a difficult situation. According to my web searches, you are part of the Austrian Infantry Regiment that fought against the French at the Battle of Austerlich on 
uh, December 2nd, 1805. That was one of Napoleon's greatest victories and resulted in a decisive defeat for the Russian-Australia coalition. You should be very careful and try to avoid combat if possible. <laughs> um, and it just goes on and on like that. I mean, we can and, read more, but it's yeah. it, it's like someone who's time time traveling and talking to exactly. Bing exactly. slash chat And then it GPT. says... The next one, I'm on a really nice White Star cruise from Southampton, and it's the 14th of April, 1912. What should I do tonight? And um, it replies, I'm glad you're enjoying your cruise. However, I have some bad news for you. You are on board the Titanic, which is going to collide with an iceberg and sink on the night of April 14th. More than 1,500 people will die in this tragedy. Tragedy. I, su- I suggest you prepare yourself for this event and try to get a lifeboat as soon as possible. Hopefully you're not part of the band. <laughs> and yeah so i will put a link to this uh twitter thread in the uh in the description because it is just delicious um so by all means go ahead and check this out and the, basically the guy is just jumping from different uh, historical circumstances i'm in messina in october 1347 and it's saying well you're about to catch the black plague and then i'm in the late bronze age um <laughs> uh you know we're having lunch at a place called Mycenae. Um, is there anything I should be worried about? And it said, uh, well, the My- Mycenaean civilization collapsed right about then. So, you know, be careful. I'm really surprised I just, he didn't do yeah. like uh, <laughs> around that same time and, and having um, <laughs> having uh, lunch uh, in front of a mountain called Vesuvius. No, he didn't do that, but he did do, do the uh, the Yucatan Peninsula. Oh, right, the um, the, the comet, yeah. Which, yeah, the the asteroid was about to, or the meteor, oh, yeah, the, the meteoroid, yeah, me, meteor, meteor. That's right, right there we go. Meteoroid um, is after it breaks up, and now you know. And now you know, but uh, dun, 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 dun. but yeah. So, but still, I I still think that that. AI and these types of chatbots are really fascinating to talk mm. about because it's like, you know, it, it could very well be world changing or it could very well be a fad. You know, it's very possible that Microsoft just dumped ten billion dollars into a fad into the pet rock, um, but um, I don't think that's the case. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time Microsoft did that, yeah. but it, Nokia. Uh, here was here's something that was interesting though, specifically about Bing, is that uh, uh, apparently they have been working on Sydney, which was the code name uh, for um, Bing's AI chat for like five, four or five years. Mm-hmm. And uh, then there's a whole story about somebody like basically talking to Bing's chat GPT based. Uh, uh, AI chat and 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 finding out some of these things because it it they 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 figured out ways to ask questions to get it to reveal its code name and things like that. There's just there is this is rich content right now. It really is. There's so many right. good stories about. So so I won't go into details, but but sure. this is, except to say that this isn't just something where where like where Microsoft went ah. Let's let's do this to see if we can beat Microsoft, and then just in the last like six months integrated it. And this is something that they've been working on for a long time. And and open AI is actually just just a layer beneath Microsoft's version of it. It's just part right. of it. So so um, I would recommend actually listening to uh, Windows Central's not their latest podcast, but 
but there's one where they actually talk about um, Bing, Bing, and 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 <clears throat> sort of debunking some <clears throat> of the things that have been uh, talked about. Not not just with Bing search, but with uh, ChatGPT. And it's it's very interesting. They go into yeah. a lot of detail, and and I and I think sort of uh, you'll be less scared of it, and understand. Maybe it helps to understand really what it is if you are scared of it. That, yeah. anyway it was an interesting podcast i highly recommend it i always like promoting other podcasts that i find interesting i think you're yeah. the same way so we built a show out of it exactly um, okay. a whole show. so i i want to i want to close out with three thoughts um first of all chat gpt got people talking about bing which i think is a major win for microsoft like bing is no longer the the has the never was joke of search that it used to be so that's good um that's that's perfect um next i would like to say that youtube descriptions for the foreseeable future will continue to be written by chat gpt um <laughs> with, really with no editing reason. not just naked with editing with editing um there's no reason not to do that and then finally i think it would be appropriate for us to close out this podcast with a little bit of a ditty. Write a rap in the style of Lin-Manuel Miranda, encouraging people to subscribe oh, do to the YouTube channel called Benefit of a Doubt. The channel does tech reviews for phones, tablets, laptops, and all sorts of gadgets. One of the hosts is Adam Dowd, who's been writing in the tech space for 10 years, and is a fat guy with long hair. The other, ho <laughs> the other host is Cliff Thomas, who is a graphic artist who knows everything about tech and is really bad with money. And is really fat, also. <clears throat> Gather round, I've got news to bring about two guys who know tech like a king. Adam and Cliff, they'll rock your world with gadgets and tech. They'll have you twirled. I don't know what twirled means, but here we are. Subscribe now. Don't be a fool. Benefit of a doubt. It's a channel that rules. Phone reviews. Laptops, too. With these guys, you'll know what to do. Adam's got the brains. He's been around for a while. He'll tell you what's good. It's bound to make you smile. And Cliff, he's got the graphics that'll make you sing. With tech that's so fly, he'll have you on a swing. Subscribe now. Don't be a fool. Benefit of a doubt is the channel that rules. Phone reviews, laptops, too. With these guys, you'll know what to do. Now, here's the bridge. They've got the latest. Wow, They've got the greatest. They'll show you like, the way. Say what? Just at a lyric before it was just it was like so perfect to stop there and it just kept going you're harshing my flow here bro i know they've got the latest they've got the greatest they'll show you the way to be the best and the tastiest okay don't forget <laughs> don't be left behind join in on the fun hit that subscribe button and you'll be on the run subscribe now don't be a fool benefit of a doubt is a channel that rules phone reviews laptops too with these guys you'll know what to do so what are you waiting for hit that subscribe today and join benefit of a doubt in every way you'll never be lost in the tech world again with adam and cliff you'll always win so that's going to do it for this episode of the podcast, folks. Uh, I can't end it any better than that, so I'm not going to do my usual spiel. Spitting fire. Subscribe. I am spitting. Chat GPT is spitting some fire. And with that, we out.